What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? We back with another motherfucking episode of Black, Black Girl Overthinking with your favorite host, Ray and Asia. And, and y'all, it's been a long time coming. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> it's been a very long time coming, y'all. Like it's literally been the most tragic six months of the year. Like the the first six months has been crazy. In a tower year, y'all. Hence the name of the episode. Yes, it's definitely given tower year. But this is like the second half of the tower where things start to clear up. Yes. Oh, thank God. We're we're in the uh, transformation side, the positive transformation. So we've already been struck. Uh, mm-hmm. Us. And now we're just we're in the process of rebuilding. Yes, rebuilding everything that fell apart, and not even rebuilding like what was once there, but rebuilding something completely new. New, new foundation. Yes new foundation it's time like i feel like a lot of people right now are being guided to start on a new path in their lives like just leave behind all those old tendencies and start new no definitely because and i don't want to get too deep into this because this is our topic for the day but Mm -hmm. i do want to say that like whenever something is not working for you or god doesn't want you to go in a certain direction or mess with certain people that shit is going to crumble inevitably Mm-hmm. Things will come to surface. Yeah. Yes. And speaking of coming to surface, uh, Kiki Palmer, little boyfriend, definitely came to surface with his insecurities. Bro, this <laughs> this man is hilarious. Okay. Um, yes. It's the tweets that he was making about how she wasn't dressed appropriately to be a mother. Like yeah, I didn't. He said, um, he said, okay. To quote y'all, basically, um, y'all know Usher is on a tour right now, and so he invited Kiki up there to the stage. Right, mind you, she looked good as fuck. I don't know what everybody else is delicious. She looked delectable. Okay, Mm -hmm. and and when she turned around, somebody had a funeral dress on. I'm not gonna lie, that was hilarious. It was cake in. She looked good. She was hugging up on us. Like it was really cute. It was a moment. It was a fangirl moment. Mm-hmm. And so, you gonna quote it talking about the outfit though. You a mom. And I lie, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought he was joking because y'all know Kiki is very goofy. So I'm thinking like, of course she's gonna be with somebody who you know matches that energy. So automatically when I see that, I'm thinking he's joking. Like because. There's no way you could be serious. What are you talking about? You're a mom. It's the I have standards and morals to what I believe. And, you know, that's his family. And she's a representation of him, which is true. But look at Kiki Palmer. She's really that girl. Like, you know, having her on your arm is like, um, that's that's a, a big thing. Like, anybody would be grateful to have Kiki Palmer as their baby mama, their wife, their girlfriend, their sister, their friend. Right. Like, but you, how dare you try to degrade her over an outfit that she had on in the moment where she was meeting another celebrity that also adores her and and they was having you know it wasn't no 
uh, too aggressive cheating type of, you know, like she wasn't all over him trying to kiss him. Like he didn't even, he didn't even kiss her. She looked at him a look like at the end, she gave him this little side look like, don't kiss me. You know, like that was a little much already that we just did. Like, you know, we danced together. We, you sung to me like that is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, like it honestly, what he said was so uncalled for and he could have that could that should have been something that was in the text thread if he really felt disrespected the type of way why would you make it public and try to embarrass and shame her in front of everybody and like yes and, and he should have just sat there and ate his damn food because and honestly kiki palmer has expressed it multiple times that she'd rather take things to her partner in private than bring it to social media he was wrong for that he was so wrong but you know what i feel like I feel like they broke up before he made that tweet. Mm. And like, cause it's all starting to make sense. I feel like that was him trying to make it seem like he, like he initiated the breakup kind of, but I feel like mm. they broke up before like that, that video started uh, posting because if you, if you look like afterwards, she, she Kiki is very just out there. Like and so when the vlog the uh blog started eating into it and they started posting her every damn move, you know how these these blogs be moving. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was starting to look like um like she's shading him or something because she had this song called something, uh, where she was talking about some some stuff. It just sounded a little shady. But mind y'all, she had mm-hmm. made the it made song you know artists they be writing their songs way before they even drop them yeah drop them yeah ever it's kiki palmer she's that girl she's gonna capitalize off this clout and that's exactly what she period and so you know she's she's doing what she's supposed to do and he's motherfucking at her house with the baby at the end of the day you on instagram in your drawers and no shirt and you were just in pictures with her half naked before she decided she didn't want to be with you no more so let's not use now, that as fuel to the fire i mean not 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 to say she ain't always been sexy but everyone has noticed with this baby weight kiki looks the fuck good yes and it's giving he's a little insecure like he's scared that she gonna you know end up with somebody else or whatever the case may be but look at her this is more reason for you to act like you got some sense if anything don't act stupid tell him now don't act stupid because you see everybody on her dick already like the the unnecessary shade is what's been doing it for me like just sit there eat your food but you know what one thing about (laughs) he gonna make her rounds because ever since he been trying to clown kiki online all his dirty laundry been aired out his old resurfaced yes it was a tweet where he was talking about um and I can't think of the actual name of the person, but it was somebody who died from police brutality um, not too long ago. No, actually, this was a while back that the person died from uh, police brutality. And he had made a comment. He was like, well, he should have just listened to the officer and maybe he wouldn't. Maybe that wouldn't have happened to him. Oh, yeah. So, baby, they is cleaning him the fuck out as they should. Yes, it's a it's a no for me. It's an absolute no. The whole situation, he just should have kept his mouth closed. Yeah, I mean to the public, he should have kept his mouth. Yeah, closed. talk to your girl about that in private. That's not something you should have brought to the internet. And then to like do it so shadily and sneakily and like trying to embarrass her like she did something wrong. She's a fan. 
it's on now and also a celebrity and she didn't even do nothing too crazy like it's it's usher and i'm not saying it's usher to justify i'm saying it's usher as in usher is a performer usher has kiki is not the only woman that he's serenading on this stage you think he want all these women that he's serenading on stage mind y'all this man has a whole girlfriend at home also kiki palmer is a celebrity herself do you know how many men want kiki yeah like a lot of men want kiki and if she wanted them don't you think it would have been you wouldn't be in the equation sweetheart come on now you wouldn't be in the equation because who even are you if we being honest no bad but anyway you know i digress speaking of yes i digress but let's move on to nle (laughs) nle i love nle he's so cool yes i love him too he's so goofy yeah but he's he's a sweetheart and respectful very respectful very respectful and he's smart they tried to eat him up too about his baby mama they did so to give y'all uh the runaround not the runaround why would i say that <laughs> somebody's <laughs> around it's the rundown it's the rundown <laughs> to give y'all the run that's how y'all know i'm a little crusty i'm sorry <laughs> We rusty. We still got the training wheels on. We 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 trying to figure our way back out. Just bear with us, guys. But to give y'all the rundown, um, NLE was speaking up for Sexy Red because Sexy Red has been getting all this backlash about you know how her music is too raunchy and ratchet and how she dresses on the red carpet and when she goes to events and stuff and basically like. Y'all need to chill the fuck out on her because at the end of the day, one, she's doing music that she loves to do. She's staying true to herself and she's feeding her child what she do. So, like, y'all up here bashing somebody for authentically being themselves, something that y'all not used to. And it's making y'all crumble because y'all don't be doing this to these male rappers or y'all rarely do it to the male rappers. But y'all want to attack this black female. And he was like, and since nobody that's us. quote unquote saying that they support her is actually gonna speak out for her, I'ma say something. And he did. Mm-hmm. As he should. As he should. And then for them to bring up, you know, his relationship with his current baby mama. Like y'all don't know what those two have going on. Mm-hmm. Like y'all can't just because she was at her her baby shower by herself, how you know like that wasn't the agreement already, which it was. He paid for but- everything. Like, you know, she wanted to keep that baby despite him already letting her know. You know, I don't want to have a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to do this with you. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do this. But she still wants the child anyway. So he let that, you know, be what it was. Sure, he paid baby shops. He's been paying for everything. And even yes, under the he's still taking care of her. Like, come on now. Baby mama, even though she spoke out about it, she was like, I do wish that he would be here more. But I understand what I signed up for. I mean, he's a child at the end of the day. I'm not a child. He's youthful as fuck <laughs> like us but he under he understood enough to be like you know i'm still young and lit like i want to be out there i don't want to be tied down like you know you're a little way more older than me and i know that you're ready for that i understand that we didn't lost our first child but you know i mean yeah baby but i don't want to be with you and that was the agreement and she said i knew what i signed up for he said it was understood between me and her why i'm not there she explained it as well i'm overseas for a show that couldn't be canceled we straight over here worry about your mama and y'all dad be daddy not me because i'm not one of them 
And people just need to mind their business. It's just that simple. Mind y'all business, because y'all know what this man got going on. If he want to uplift another black woman, allow him to do that without being ridiculed. Simple as that. We complain all the time about how black men don't support us and black men don't stand up for us. And as soon as they do, y'all want to throw up his dirty laundry or what y'all think is his dirty laundry and try to shoot him down. Leave that man alone. He ain't did nothing to nobody. And that's why a lot of these celebrities don't be liking to speak out on their personal business because of this right here. Y'all y'all get a glimpse of what's going on and decide to run with motherfucking bits and pieces. Not even the whole thing or a lot of the time the shit don't even be true. Y'all just be running with the shits. Just because... Worried about somebody's business. The business y'all need to be worried about is Joe Crackhead ass in the fucking White House. That's what y'all need to be worried about. That's somebody who's doing something they got no business. Bro, yes. <laughs> Over y'all's heads. Y'all's, y'all's president. <laughs> He's a crackhead. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I need y'all to figure out, along with the U.S. Uh, Secret Service, how cocaine ended the White House. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to uh, go ahead and pair up with the Secret Service because we need we need to understand. First of all, I ain't going to sit here and act like I didn't know that man was on drugs. <laughs> I'm not finna sit here and act like I didn't know. I knew he was on drugs. I can look at that man and tell. It's oh, you about to be 80,000 80, years old in the White House. Like, you always got some crazy shit going on. Like, yes, y'all gotta know that man was doing drugs. So he always falling down. Have you noticed that? That man be collapsing. Like, randomly. They didn't come from old age. That nigga be high. <laughs> he was gonna clean his room. But then he had- <laughs> but then he got high. <laughs> Bro, the only thing that pisses me off is let it have been a black president. Y'all would have tore that man down, tore the White House down. He would have been in jail, prison, impeached, and impe- quickly, quickly. Right, come on. They talking about all this. it was prompt for them to have a brief emergency evacuation because they don't know who put it. Th- y'all know damn well. I'm trying to tell you, y'all know damn. Well, this don't surprise me. Like, this don't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised if this came out about Donald Trump ass either. Like, come on now. <laughs> come on. Like, let's be fucking for real. What y'all gotta investigate? Just drug test the man. Notice how whenever it's gotta deal with white people, they always gotta investigate. Yeah, it's like, what is the investigation? What you mean, how did the coke get there? You know how the coke got there. Mm-mm. They be doing too much. Just like them, them uh billionaires at the bottom of the ocean. I hope they ask don't ever come back. Stay where y'all at. Oh, Lord. You know what? <laughs> hey, in the next episode, I got y'all because I have a whole little rant that I have to go on about the motherfucking billionaires at the bottom of the ocean. That was a lot. Yeah, it's like, good, good fucking bye. Yeah, I'm it's gonna, a I'm no gonna, for me. I'm going to tell y'all my piece on that in the next episode. But Yes. Um, Oh, also, I wanted to mention to y'all. So, what we're going to implement in this season, shout out to season two of BGL. Ah, we here. But (laughs) (laughs) what we wanted to implement in this season was um, after we post the episode, we will switch between story times. Um, Mm -hmm. So, this post, there will be a story time followed up. Um, And actually, this is going to be. Uh, story time that me and Asia do together and I think that y'all would like it because it's funny yes y'all because I've I've relocated so me and Ray not physically together recording anymore so we're gonna be doing visuals apart so bear with us right but 
delivery is still going to be there regardless. Of course. Of course. You know, we got to give our best foot forward when it comes to our show ladies. Like, come on now. We love y'all and we miss y'all so much. And I hope y'all are comfortable. Y'all got y'all some popcorn. You got your little drinky drink. Got your weed. You know? Yes. Sitting back and you relaxing and you listening because we're about to unpack a lot in this episode. We really are. We have so much stuff to unpack. Jesus Christ. I suggest that y'all, if you in the bathtub, turn this episode on. If you driving, turn it on. If you cooking, turn it on. Whatever is going to have you doing something for a little minute. Yeah. Don't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Cause baby, we got a we got some stories for y'all. We got some some tea. The tea is boiling. Speaking of boiling, this might about to be going into a little uh, I, something in me want to say apocalypse mode. Girl, yes, it's definitely giving apocalypse. It's gonna get scary out here. It's honestly, it's been getting scary. But basically. Um, there's going to be a big solar flare that would knock out the Wi-Fi for months. But the last I heard, all it's going to do, all, all the government uh, is going to do is shut it off and turn it back on when it's done. So there's nothing allegedly for us to worry about because there'll be no damage done to the Wi-Fi. However, other people are saying um, it's not just supposed to be the Wi-Fi. It's supposed to be all of the electricity in the world. Mm-hmm. Like we supposed to be out of city for a few months, and that for like our country or like all of the countries. I don't know. I, I guess worldwide because it's it's a solar flare. Like <laughs> it's, it's that's be- true. So, um, but that's scary. That's definitely giving apocalypse. Yes, it is scary, and a lot of people are saying like the government is not trying to tell us the full what's going on because they don't want us to be all scared. And y'all, y'all see how y'all acted during COVID. Y'all saw a lot of toilet paper. And the food and shit yes, out. Yes, they start going crazy. Yes. So, you know, they don't want a repeat of that. So, I feel like they just trying to water it down. Like, oh, you're just going to lose Wi-Fi for a couple months. Oh, time. We ain't going to have shit. <laughs> yes, and people need to be getting prepared. People need to be having, you know, preserved foods, canned foods, jars, you know, um, getting backup generators, like cases and cases of water. Um, or water filters um, because it's definitely not going to be a game out here like and protect yourselves because a lot of people that's not going to be prepared when that stuff happens they're going to be looking for you know resources and stuff and it's not going to matter who it's coming from they will rob your ass they will break into these stores they will like you know like it's going to be crazy so y'all got to be prepared and protect yourselves because climate change is gonna kill us, and it's because of y'all. It's all gonna be, <laughs> but now it's, it's because of y'all. <laughs> Damn, Shumi. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Okay, it's because of y'all. Period. But but honestly, it's not really us. Like it's not y'all. Us is y'all the government. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they're the ones that's in control of all the shit that's polluting the earth right exactly. now and causing climate change. Exactly. But it's in it's, but it's not even just the government. No, because we're indulging in the shit that's causing climate change. Exactly. Our cars and everything else. Girl, even the even these designers, even these big uh companies that be using hella plastic. Y'all gotta y'all gotta uh realize like 
of all of the stuff that we be putting out here in the world, it all has to come back somewhere else. A lot of this stuff is not biodegradable. I hope y'all know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody everybody else is indulging in the things that also contribute to the climate change. So at the end of the day, yes, it is still our responsibility to do something about it because we don't have to indulge in the shit that they put out here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's too late, but it's definitely given like, you know, about the climate change is already, yeah, like it's already here. Like it is what it is. Somebody did it, say, 1989 this happened in uh, Quebec out for 12 hours but it also affected other parts of the planet and several several areas was without power all at the same time when I first heard about this I was like man I'm excited because if it is if it is just happens to be like we just lose Wi-Fi I'm so okay with that y'all don't even understand I've been waiting on something like this to happen like I I feel like we need a break from being on our phones and stuff. And this will really give people, you know, the ammunition that they need to, like, really spend time with their loved ones instead of being obsessed with their phones. Yes, yes. It'll turn people back into human for a little minute. Yes. Everybody just robotic. Everybody's obsessed and overly consumed with electronics and their lives in the metaverse. Everybody is so worried about their persona in the metaverse how they look in the metaverse like what about real life what about reality speaking of the metaverse though are y'all on threads because metaverse just released and if you're not familiar with threads basically it's um twitter for instagram you know instagram love to play copycat from all of our favorite uh social media apps except snapchat we don't fuck with you snapchat but the rest of the <laughs> Say fuck you, Snapchat. <laughs> yes, fuck you, Snapchat. Big fuck you. But you know, Instagram mm-hmm. likes to incorporate things from YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, because Instagram can just be her own girl and focus on her. No, she gotta be in everybody else's bag. And y'all know, yes. He, I was big salty about it, baby, because he went to Twitter and was talking shit about Instagram heavily. He's like, baby, count your days, because I'm finna uh, steal all y'all money. When I sue y'all, because you got terrible. He was big pissed. He was a big baby. Because, I mean, he has every right to be, though. Because Zuckerberg, stop being a copycat, bitch. Find your own identity. Yeah, taking features from every other uh, platform and putting it on yours. Now, no platform has its own identity for real because you taking Mm -hmm. everything and putting it on one app, trying to cancel out all the other apps. But that's what white men do. They take, take, take. And never give That's credit. Terrible. Never give credit to. They're sick, sick in the freaking head. Man. Okay, but y'all, we gotta catch y'all up on what's been happening between <laughs> us two. Yeah. Like, oh my god, y'all, we didn't have like two friend meltdowns. Man. Like, <laughs> old personal meltdowns. I've had like ten personal meltdowns. Actually, girl. It. You, you and me both. Life was getting very heavy. Life was getting very thick. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was getting too thick to bear. Like I had okay. Where because the last time we talked to DGO, I was out of my mom's. Like me and my mom had felt loud or whatever, and I was coming to stay with Ray and y'all. Like. <laughs> 
Ooh. a few weeks into it it was like it was rocky i had to end up leaving and going to stay at a hotel for a few weeks and like we we alternately decided to come back together because the the week of the very last episode was when i decided to go to the hotel because me and her was not seeing eye to eye like it was just a lot going on i was in my head about what i had going on with my family she was in her head about you know her space and her about she had literally just moved into her place like less than a month before i came so like you know I didn't even want to come because I'm like, I know she still needs to get comfortable in her place. But when friends need each other, we have to, you know, we have to make a bed. We was on rocky shorts, bitch. Rocky motherfucking shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like after we got back from the rodeo, everything, you started to hit the bed. <laughs> Girl, it just started going ballistic. Like, oh my God. Yeah, so much fun. And then it got crazy. Yes, we because we was really trying to be optimistic. We was trying our best. Yeah, we just kept getting hit with obstacle after obstacle. Like the first, um, the first time when we had issues with the rent, that was when I knew stuff was gonna really get hard because <laughs> I was like, okay, as long as this don't happen again, we should be good. No, yeah. baby, no, baby. It was spirit crazy. has other plans for us. <laughs> like, like. Okay, so everything was going good, and like I'm not gonna lie, during the time, y'all, I don't, I don't work a nine to five. I can't stand working for other people. I I have to work for myself. So during the time um, we were doing BGO, I have a dog boarding business, and I worked at the strip club, and I get a lot of my money from the strip club and my uh, dog boarding business. However, I, if anybody knows me they know i cannot stand the strip club like i mm-hmm. hate think about it literally i i'm only there because i'm sexy and i know i can make money off of being sexy mm-hmm. so i was there but y'all it literally got to the point <laughs> where one i was getting um i wasn't overwhelmed with strip club i just i didn't care to be there like I don't care to be in niggas' faces. I don't care for niggas to touch me. I don't care. I don't I don't care about the money. I don't care for nothing, honestly. I just don't want to be there. I'd rather be home. And so I go there, I make my money, and I come home. But then um, the club that I worked at, it started to get really fucking slow. And, mm-hmm. so, and I was like, okay, it's time for me to leave this club because it's just not working anymore. However, when I started to go to... Um, my auditions for these other clubs they was like no we're not hiring right now we got too many girls or we have too many black girls or um just any any excuse they can come up with out they ask because if y'all don't know this the the club dynamic in houston everyone is racist um a lot of these clubs are owned by white men or a rap men um, even the black men are racist as fuck. Um, they they selectively choose light skin. They don't. They'll have maybe one dark skin girl, but that's that's still too much. Like, if she won't, she won't even really be on the floor. Even if you look like a buzzed down Barbie doll, which I always look like. But yes, y'all should seen her. She looked. She was eating down when she went to that strip club. Mm, <laughs> they was playing on her top. <laughs> Uh, it's because they they prefer the trailer trash Barbies and that's okay because what works for them don't always work for everybody else. But mm-hmm. I was, I was hit with the obstacles of being at that. So at that 
at that time i knew spirit was trying to tell me like okay it's time to hang up this chapter of working at the club you don't like it and it's not benefiting you anymore however it was benefiting me i was making big coins big coins but then it's 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 like i said in the beginning of this episode whenever something is no longer meant for you to have or you're not supposed to be doing something spirit will let that shit be known like Mm -hmm. it if you don't take key to what they're trying to tell you or it'll just end you can move on to the next chapter of your life gracefully so i feel like i was really just trying to grasp and hold on to that because a lot of that was my income and like because i had just moved my dog boarding business my clients they wasn't catching up to me um in the area that i was in and plus a lot of my clients are in california still so me having to uh, you know come to houston and build that shit back up it was it was a lot it was a lot <laughs> that i thought that i was prepared for it but ultimately mm-mm. Yeah, Spirit had other plans, bro, for both of us because that whole situation with my mom, like, me having to drive, y'all, we was staying out in the woodlands. Anybody that live in Texas know the woodlands is at least 45 minutes to an hour from the city. And I was working at the Galleria. That's a 45 minute to an hour drive every single day back and forth. And my truck, y'all, y'all already know about Big Deal. Y'all know she was rusty. (laughs) Y'all Y'all know she was rusty. She was not going to make it. You know, she was already breaking down. I was already having to put extra money into her just to get her back and forth. And I ended up not being able to keep that job. Like, I found another job thinking that job was going to be better. Ended up not being better. So I ended up with absolutely no job. And then it was hard for me to find another job after that. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just not meant for me to have a job right now. And me and Ray both do tarot. So whole time we going through this stuff, we doing tarot. We getting readings. You know, we trying to figure out where are we supposed to be going and what are we supposed to be doing right now. So once i end up losing my car y'all because my mom took a title loan out of my truck and got it repo so how am i supposed to do anything when i don't have you know a vehicle to get around and i'm an hour from the city like literally nothing is in walking distance in willis you need to have a vehicle yes <laughs> like, you just need to have a vehicle like you're gonna be out here looking like forrest gump uh trying to maneuver around the woodlands with no vehicle so you know everything was just like literally falling apart and we both was being stressed the hell out because she's over here trying to make her money so she can pay the rent and stuff and i'm over here trying to make money so that i can get my own shit together and nothing was working properly everything was just literally falling apart but wait to make to make matters worse y'all on april 4th i got the car wreck (laughs) oh my god yes I got into a fucking car wreck and it was bad. Like I, I could not, um, I couldn't drive off no more. He felt because I was like, this is the worst time this could happen. Mind y'all, I ain't never been in nobody's car wreck. Like I've had my car for two years. I have never been in a car wreck. And when I tell you, that's why we call this the tower year. <laughs> I lost my car, um, but. My insurance had placed the other party at halt because he was at fault. It was an old man, y'all. A man could barely even see. And he rocked my shit. <laughs> he <rocked> me. <laughs> and so um his insurance and mo my insurance and his insurance was paying for me to have my rental. And I had my rental until June. Like the end of June. But um, I had ended up wasting my time with 
fucking lawyer. That's a whole fucking story itself. But basically, it was like, um, because the dude's insurance didn't want to take accountability, we was going to have to go another route. And the lawyers, you know, they didn't want to do their job like they were supposed to. So, had to fire them and wasted my time, money, energy, everything <laughs> with all that. And no fucking car. Honestly, in April, that was when I was supposed to be finding my place. Like, y'all, I wasn't even supposed to be with Ray for as long as I was with her life. It was never supposed to be that long. When I tell you I had the worst experience finding an apartment, they was just taking my money, playing with me. Like, like it was just terrible. It was like it wasn't meant for me to have an apartment. Like, I was trying my best, y'all. Like, Ray would tell y'all how many apartments tried to play me back to back. It was twice where we thought that she had landed an apartment, like was finna get her moving date, everything, like just waiting on the keys. Like it, it, she was so close, and then it's like the devil was like, "Psych, bitch, you thought." Yes, every time I got close, I was crying. I was miserable. Like I had to stay in a hotel for two weeks. Y'all know that ate up my money. Like y'all know that ate up my money. Like I, I had like five, see you later. I had like. 5k in savings when I left my mama house and by June I was broke no money because like me and Ray started working together to help her with her rent like you know like it, we was literally going into a hole yeah <laughs> literally literally oh my god and it was nothing everything we tried everything we thought we were supposed to be doing was not working <laughs> it was not like and y'all just don't understand what that now, I'm sure y'all do understand like we felt defeated like y'all don't know mm -hmm. I myself to sleep just because I was so frustrated and I felt like I just couldn't I couldn't win for losing like that shit bruh we yeah. started smoking weed y'all yeah. and I don't <laughs> but yeah girl cause I wasn't smoking the whole time I was there I don't be smoking oh. like that I was like you know what we probably would help us out right now Oh, and you man. know what? It, as soon as we start, yes, as soon as we start smoking weed, like our, it was like our spiritual eyes was open. <laughs> Third eye was blossoming. Yes, that's when we start getting epiphanies and downloads, and we finally figured out what it is that we need to be doing in this time and why things are going the way they was going. Man, and then that shit, I tell y'all, we put two and two together and got five thousand. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no for real oh my god y'all hey, like I didn't even tell them a bitch was plotting on my downfall y'all oh my god yes somebody was really out to get her they, they wished death on her they sent her evil eye <laughs> like it was getting wicked it was dark they, she tried to bind herself to you y'all this girl sent a binding bracelet to my mom's house trying to bind me to her she's a Haitian female and she was trying to use her motherfucking voodoo on me. Trying to bind That's me to scary. Like I was losing my mind. Trying to deter my plans. Trying to bring havoc and chaos to my life. And for a minute, that's really why a lot of shit wasn't going right. Because I didn't know that. I did not know Yes, and uh, honey, I had a baka on me, y'all. Yeah. I had a baka on me. For people who don't know what a baka is, that is a, a demonic spirit that works with earthly sorcerers and witches. They make deals with them to basically wreak havoc on people's lives. 
so that they have a tower tower life <laughs> period a tower life because it was she was literally she crossed all roads of prosperity and abundance for me so no matter how good i was at you know creating opportunities for myself and landed opportunities it was never going to work out for me it was also going to be a, a reason that things went to a downfall and once i was once that was brought to my attention i was able to rid myself of that baka thanks to ray and mambo shout out to mambo oh yes because we got mambo on the show one of these days yes shout out to mambo she got the the baka up off me did me a nice cleanse for my whole body womb heart and mind and i was ready to go after that that's when i was able to actually receive the downloads from my spirit guides a beautiful transition that uh getting the baka off of you well it really was <laughs> honey they tried to jump on you i said look this is scary like this is getting scary definitely oh my god y'all it was really an experience y'all y'all don't even know i was traumatized and it just been that's why we trying to tell y'all like so much and we're like barely scratching the surface of everything mm -hmm. <laughs> so much has y'all i think i might have met the love of my life <laughs> i remember, couldn't wait to tell y'all about the love like no 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 hold on pause <laughs> that's a whole nother chapter that's all <laughs> i'm gonna save that because it's not a part of the tower year y'all i'm gonna say that for next time not part of the tower year if anything that's the smooth transition and trying to take effect no for real that is a smooth transition trying to take effect y'all but it's crazy because my heart is broken i feel like it's like a, a movie scene or something like uh, my life is definitely giving movie but <laughs> to say the least that's why we felt like we had to take a break from shooting bgo we just felt like too much was going on to we couldn't give y'all our all but y'all know what the crazy part is about all of that bgo is us not keeping up with bgo is the reason why we went into the freaking tower moment that we went into because yeah. we were supposed to keep going mm -hmm. that's why we came back so apologetic because we knew we fucked up <laughs> uh, and y'all was cursing us the fuck out in them dms as you should like i ain't even mad okay yes we was we was wrong we were supposed to keep going but we used our life obstacles as an excuse to stop doing it when we knew bgo was gonna be big and we should have kept up with it no matter what was going on yeah but it's hard like it's so hard like because y'all just don't understand like we 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 was losing the fight we was bad <laughs> we was getting our ass whooped <laughs> blow up dragged by our hair dragged by tag team <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> baby, we was getting the beating of a lifetime. Like, man, I'm just a, I'm just a girl, you know. Literally, literally, like, y'all, I just, I just came to terms with making amends with my mom after everything that happened between me and her. Like, my mom is not your um average mom. You didn't tell them what happened with your mama. I'll I never did. I never did tell them what happened with my mom. Okay, y'all. So my mom has an issue. She has an issue with alcohol and drugs. Like she's addicted. Really Wait, bad. could you could save this for a story time also? And you know what? I am gonna do that because that is that's a really good story time. Like that's a good story time. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna save that for a story time for y'all. Let y'all know the tea because it, it was a crazy story. 
it was a crazy story and we did make it past that finally but it still don't change the fact that i'm gonna keep my distance you know because mm -hmm. some people you just gotta love from a distance when you have toxic parents it's really hard to detach you know the love for them and the love for yourself you know because you feel like you're a part of your parents and you know you know you feel obligated to them in a way you feel obligated to your parents just like your parents feel obligated to you but you got to understand that you necessarily aren't you know you're not obligated to your parents you're not obligated to take care of your parents or you know heal them or any of that stuff what? wanting to do that out of love is one thing but that being your obligation and like your sole purpose in life and you striving to take care of your parents and heal your parents from all the stuff they went through you can't do that unless they want to do it for themselves my mama just not at that point where she wants to do that for herself so i have to love her from a distance and work on my own healing and my own trauma just where i'm at right now with the situation like you know i got other stuff that i have to worry about bigger things that i have to worry about that's been brought to my attention by my ancestors and spirit gods i'm very proud of you too thank you i'm proud of you too we're making it out of a, a very tough cycle we are like and it's making us so fucking wise like mm -hmm. the things that we have picked up on even the way that we talk to each other or other people now like you can hell like that mm -hmm. it because now whenever we make our um decisions we're looking at it from all angles instead of just one or two mm-hmm mm -hmm. we are just we don't have no one-track mind anymore and we seeing things from a broader perspective mm -hmm. we're not i feel like we're graduating to 5d when it comes to our outlook on life we're not looking at it from the 3d perspective of everything that's just going on right in front of us we're seeing it beyond what's going on in front of us definitely i agree yes because i even see it in my relationships with men now like I am a no-nonsense type of female when it comes to men. And I ain't used to be like that. <laughs> you know? And I'm proud of myself because I can spot a bullshit nigga from a mile away. And I will not give him my time. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, y'all. Because, let me tell you. One thing about it. Uh, if, if, if this experience has taught me anything, it's taught me how to use that motherfucking block button. Because... I know, that's right. I, people be having me fucked up. Like... <sighs> the wrong thing You're... there's no get him out of here there is no second chances this year you either are or you're not in my life Facts. we don't have time to waste on people that aren't going to be beneficial that aren't going to teach you something you know like it's a waste of time i don't need nobody toxic or trying to hold me down or hold me back or flip-flopping mm -hmm. Acting like you riding one day and then you not the next. I tell you, you will get kicked to the curb. No mercy. And if you think you're going to come back, it's going to be on your knees. Right like that. I know, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ready? Just get on your knees. On your knees. <laughs> yes. For real. We are walking in our high priestess energy. Fine. From here, here on out. Y'all going to have to beg. You have to beg for a second chance. And I may or may not accept it. I was about to say, and that's not a guarantee you're going to get accepted back. That's like, I'm not sorry. sorry. Unless you're very deserving. Like, I don't know the person's spirit. And that's going to help me decide on whether or not I want to allow them back into my life. Or depending on um, what caused me to kick them to the curb. Because I ain't going to lie. Exactly. Sometimes I do be a little dramatic. 
but that's because my feelings be hurt. But if you it's talk- okay, friend, you seen how I reacted in our first fight. I was over the top. I thought <laughs> it was all over, bitch. I- <laughs> and the whole time, I just chill. Like, huh? <laughs> I was like, it's all over, bitch. It's all over. I was having a meltdown, but also because I was just in a really fucked up space with my kids. I was yep. just stressed out and overwhelmed with that shit because y'all, she's a single mom. She yes, I was stressed out. Literally. I was like, what am I to do? Lord, please point me in the direction of what I'm supposed to do. It's like nothing was going right. Like, Lord. And even still to this day, y'all, I left Texas and left all my stuff behind. I don't have anything, y'all, but a suitcase <laughs> with me and my kids' clothes in it. One suitcase with both of our stuff in it. So imagine, we ain't got much shit. She is, yeah, she's strong. Because she had a storage. She let the storage go. Yes, I let everything go because my spirit guides was telling me to to take a leap of faith. And that was basically saying I didn't believe in, you know, my path by trying to hold on to that stuff. After they already let me know, I need to let all of it go. So I had to let that shit go. Plus, I can't afford to keep it up anyways. You know, not right now. Yeah. Every everything that I can't afford or that's out of my control to keep up, I just have to let that shit go. And it's material shit anyway. It's not like I'm not gonna get that shit back. It's been multiple times where I've had to start over from nothing. I always I'm never gonna be looking dirty and busted. I'm always gonna have myself together. So, you know, all that shit don't really matter. I ain't gonna lie though, I did cry. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I surely did. It's a release though. You gotta release that shit. It's been a journey. It has it's been, been treacherous. <laughs> <laughs> it's been <laughs> treacherous it has really been a journey like even now even even now y'all like the last three mm. I've been bawling my eyes <laughs> like I wanna you know say bye <laughs> to certain things or people like and I've just when and I and that's how I know that it be time for me to let stuff go whenever I have to ask myself if if I even have to ask myself if this is good for me that's that's enough right there because the the good the good points should be obvious right yeah not that easy though no it's not <laughs> <laughs> so and that's what you learn with adulting like everything is just a constant fucking gamble and also, we are being we were being tested by the Most High. Yes, we was tested, and some tests we failed, and some tests we passed. Yeah, and you know when you fail. Yeah, like, you know because that shit get even harder. Yeah, and you stuck in a loop. Yes, you be stuck in a loop. That's a, that's a perfect way to explain it. You be stuck in a loop. The same issues keep coming back to you until you learn your lesson. Mm-hmm. This shit ain't no game. Oh my god! No, it's not a joke. You really need to pay attention. <laughs> and it's like once you start to elevate and you see stuff for what it really is, and you get wiser and you start learning, you can't go back to your old ways, man. And that's facts because I felt so high on on divine life, bro. When I yeah. left Texas, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I didn't even cry like I thought I was gonna cry because I was so already, like, I had my mind already set on what I needed to do and that this was the right thing for me. There's no reason for me to be sad. You know, like, mm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I was like, dang, like, this is actually, like, I feel like I left on a good note, too. It wasn't, like, you know, anything crazy or bad going on. Hell yeah, you left on a good note. 
<laughs> yeah, but we ain't gonna get into that. Yeah, we have- uh, but yeah. yes, I did. I did leave on a good note, y'all. <laughs> that should tell y'all everything you need to know. <laughs> I did. I had to move my bang, y'all, because it was definitely a moment. I had an amazing birthday, y'all. My birthday just passed. It did. Happy belated birthday. Cancel yes. Cancel Thank you. My baby birthday tomorrow, y'all. Shout out to Junie. Big Junie. <laughs> five. Yes, big five. Don't play with him. <laughs> I was thinking, but, but yes, y'all. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. And we are passing the test finally. We bumped our heads a little bit in the beginning. The first six months was us failing. Now we paying attention. <laughs> when we had that retrograde, was that in January or was that in December? Because I had gotten to the No, that was in January. Okay. The retrograde, yeah, that whole was in January. Okay, yes. Because in January, yes. I got... Oh, that retrograde told my ass up for the blow up. Okay. No. But no, because it, it really started out with your mom first. Yes. It's like, y'all, it had got bad. Like, it had got to the point where, and mind you, I, I never put my hands on my mama or nothing. But, like, gr- girl, girl, <laughs> we was finna square off. Like, mm-hmm. I was there, I remember. I was like, damn. That's how I knew. I was like, damn. Uh, y'all that was the crazy part right there that was the first test i failed that was the first test i failed because i was staying with her and her mom they Mm. had let me come stay there to get away from the situation i was in with my mama and she ended up falling out with her mama and i was there with her mama by myself (laughs) (laughs) so i was just like i was already like a little bit on the uncomfortable side Cause like you know everybody mama's got their problems that you know they be mama's and my mama's. mama a Virgo oh my god yes and my mama Pisces who lord Lord so, so you know both of our mamas have they crazy sides and yeah. baby but we love them mama, yes we love them nonetheless but you know I was like my mama was convincing me to come back to stay with her because she was like how you gonna stay with somebody else mama you got your own mama you know like come stay with your own mama like I watch the kids over here da, 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 making it sound good and shit so that's where she fucked up that's where I fucked up at going back to my toxic ass mama when I should have stayed where I was if I would have stayed where I was things would have been a whole lot who knows things would have went a completely different route if I would have never went back to my mom yeah like, cause it ended up being like my mom is money hungry. I'ma just be honest. She's a money hungry individual. And when people be addicted to substances and stuff, and they be needing money to supply their habit, they get ruthless. Very. You know, they get ruthless, and they don't care about nobody else's feelings or what you got going on, as long as you helping them with what they what they need and what they feel like they want or whatever the case may be. Mm. And I wasn't going for it. Do I look like fucking boo boo the fool? No. <laughs> Like, I'm not going for it. I love you, mama, but you're not going to run me dry to support your habit. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, we ended up being separated from that situation. And we finally making amends on it. But, you know, slowly, treading lightly. Mm-hmm. Because I learned my lesson. She's not going to change. She always going to be the same. She cool, you know, for the time being. But, like, moving back into her, her space and her energy is going to be always a no for me. It's always going to be a distant love. It's always going to be a distant love. Unless she decides she want to get better. Like, I'm going to try and do what I can do from from where I am to help her. And, you know, if things start to look better on her end, and she starts to want to heal herself, then, yes, of course, I would love to reunite with my mom. That kind of mm-hmm. sums up 
where we've been, where we are, and I guess where we're trying to go. Yeah, like, I'm going to tell them more about my spiritual endeavors in the next episode because we, we, we do have, we already put a lot into this. <laughs> yes. And that's why I said, like, y'all, don't worry, like, we're implementing the story times for a reason. So after this episode is launched, the, mm, we have to pick a day when we're going to just drop, or actually, we might just miscellaneously drop the story times. Like, there will be no set schedule for that. Just know that it's going a story time is going to come after an episode drops. Period. But y'all know what time it is. It's time for Am I Overthinking or What? Oh, this is my favorite segment of the fucking show. I love this segment. Oh my God, because y'all be coming to us with some crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, we love it though. We love it. So the first question is from Cynthia. I don't know if it's just me, but at times I do start to feel a little left out. Some venues seem really difficult to get into. People just ignore you, even if you try to be friendly or participate in conversation. Do do, do you guys feel the same way or am I just overthinking? So what do you mean, though? Like she mean like in general? Mm. Like some venues seem really difficult to get into. People just ignore you, even if you try to be friendly or participate in conversation. So she mean like in general, just like out in the world, trying to socialize and make friends. Yeah, I feel like she's talking about whenever she goes to events and stuff with people, they just be ignoring her. If she try to be friendly and participate in conversation with them, or they just look that's at her stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's why she's feeling left out. Okay, I understand. No, actually, I definitely understand where you're coming from, especially if you go to. Have y'all ever been to those um? You know when you pay to go to a, a a brunch where the person is supposed to be telling you um about stuff about certain whatever whatever the um, topic maybe mm-hmm. yeah like business stuff or business brunch right mm-hmm. um so like you know when you go to stuff like that um some of the people in there sometimes i ain't gonna lie they do be stuck up as fuck or they try to be acting like they're superior to the other people so that they don't have to talk to you or like or you should be grateful that they are talking to you because they're above you i understand that i felt that before like i don't like when people do that and that's when you gotta humble their ass like bitch come back down to earth because you're just a person just like me so and honestly i feel like just take up space like when i go to an event and or any situation where I'm alone by myself, I take up space. I take up so much space and I and I won't I attract people to me on my own. Like if the people that you came with are ignoring you and not engaging with you, take up space, be yourself, you know, be outgoing and the right people gonna come to you. Right. You know, the right people gonna come to you. The people that's with you clearly not your people. If they're ignoring you and not, you know, providing you with, you know, the validation that you need from your friends. You know, go out there and show people, showcase who you really are. And the people that's for you and the people that's going to connect with you are going to gravitate towards you regardless. Just be your own person. Don't look for validation from from nobody. It's going to come being yourself. Right. But if they just ignoring you and you feel like, because she's saying she, she tries to be friendly and participate in a conversation, but sometimes people just dry ignore her. Girl. So don't talk to them. Yeah, go to the next person. Fuck them. Yes, fuck them. If they don't, if they ignore you, the next person will engage. Fuck no them. Worth trying to tackle. 
Yes, trying to force a friendship with somebody or force interaction with somebody is ridiculous. Yeah, because if you if you gotta forcefully put your way up in there and they already showing you they don't want you there, how do you think the friendship's gonna go? Or how do you think that relationship in general is gonna go? It's a waste of your time, sweetheart. So go on to the next one. Um, you're not overthinking that, by the way. I definitely. Mm-mm. That's so funny because this next question is kind of similar to what this girl is saying. (laughs) Um, Our next question comes from Kari. Hi, Kari. Um, She says, hi, am I overthinking or what? But I feel like I'm kind of awkward and I get anxious when it comes to meeting people. How do you even make friends at this age? Girl, take a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Take a shot before you go to any like, um, like, social event where you're gonna be like mingling take a shot and then loosen you up a little bit because i was like that when i came out of my hermit mode uh for like four months and i was kind of rocky with socializing with people but you get liquor courage take a little shot and loosen up but if you don't want to take no liquor and you don't want to go that route just don't think about it just throw yourself out there like me personally because i'm a very shy person um whenever i have to speak to somebody like, I know that I have to speak to them if I want to get anywhere with something. Um, I just, without thinking, I throw myself out there. I just be like, hi. <laughs> or, but but like also, to- that's um, good. Yeah, I, you was just about to say it, too. Find common ground. Find common yeah. ground. Find something that you like about them that you can compliment. Find something that you see that they're talking about that you can relate to. Just throw yourself in a conversation where you fit. Like, oh, my God. How long did it take you to lock your hair? Or, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make a conversation out of, like, oh, my gosh, where'd you get that limited edition Van Cleef bracelet? Yes, I love Van Cleef. You know, find something that that you can come to common ground with, with that person with. Like, I, that's why I always observe people. I look at them up and down, see what I can find to compliment them on before I approach them. You know, like, analyze the situation first and then go in with your approach. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But no, you're not overthinking this, sweetheart. Just take your time, breathe, analyze, and then go in. Yes. Um, okay, so the next question comes from Tiamari. Um, hey girl. Um, let me see. Our guy. I don't know if that's a girl guy name, but hey y'all. Um, it says, Oh my god, it's been so long. We've missed y'all. Oh my gosh, we miss you too. Real bad. Please Yes, real bad. Please never go away for that long again unless you absolutely have to. Of course, we will understand, LOL. But question is, am I overthinking or what? I told my store manager, a black man, that I felt uncomfortable with one of my coworkers. And this was his response. See the screenshots attached. Okay, let me see. I never said I didn't like her. Maybe this is the first one. Well, I'll start with Brenda isn't racist. She may be a little off or a little off or a lot off. But she's not racist. LOL. Let's not just throw that out there every time we get don't get along with a white person. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, I never said I didn't like her. She doesn't get a pass to say a word I won't allow anyone else to say. I can't walk around calling all of my coworkers crackers because we're friends. The elf, drunk, slow, or sober. Period. The blue is her. So the manager is the one who said... I'll start with defending Brenda. Brenda. Mm-hmm. 
I would also like to note that this has been his attitude for a while and he's a slut so he's probably much he's also fond of white women so he said I was questioning his blackness because I said his opinion is extremely biased but y'all let me know if I'm tripping you're not tripping he is biased and if she called you a nigga ain't no fucking way her manager is tripping he could have handled this much better like your intuition is on fire for a reason had they worked with each other for a long time or does he like her like what's he that's gross and i would report both of their ass i would have wanted baby my hands would have got to talking <laughs> i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to tell you because that's wild and you are not overthinking sweetheart eat their asses up and that choose the opposite race over your own. Y'all getting my fucking nerves. Stand That's up. so sickening. Black men make me sick sometimes. Like, I love y'all, but y'all be dumb as hell. Not all yeah, I love y'all, but not all y'all. A lot of y'all do. Yes. Them coons. Y'all got to get it together. Them Uncle Tom. Them Uncle Ruckus ass niggas. <laughs> Terrible. But no, uh, no, baby. You're not overthinking it. And we love you and miss you. <laughs> as well yes what's the name Timari yes yes okay so we're gonna go to the next one the next one oh this is the last one um it comes from anonymous person they say or she says hey y'all I'm so ready for this season I've been missing my weekly dose of y'all's amazing energy oh stop for the crop yes but anywho i've been talking to this boy since new year's eve and it started off as us just being friends slash getting to know each other we went on two dates in march and in april oh and in april he invited me over to chill long story short we ended up having sex boom I also keep spending the night instead of just leaving and going home. Fast forward to present day, we haven't been talking as much and I haven't been over to this place since the beginning of June. He ghosted me for about two weeks, then replied, I'll send the pic. I honestly really like him, but I think he is maybe not ready for a relationship because of his terrible communication skills. Any advice? The text message says, this is what he said to her. He said, hey, I know an apology will not help when I continue to go MIA like this, but I just need to be alone sometimes to clear my mind. It's nothing against you at all. I'm okay, though, and I hope all is well. Um, I would say you are absolutely right about him not being ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. He just stated that, too, in the text message. Yeah, yeah he's absolutely, you're absolutely right about that, and you definitely should not be indulging in sexual activity with him any further do not chase him yes like don't do that just well if he's ready you know he'll come to you and let you know that but don't if, overindulge yeah if he not charge it to the game let me tell you something when you when, when, we, when we let these men do the get away with doing the bare minimum um mm-hmm. feel like that's all that they have to do and now he's going to he's going to put you in a category with the rest of the girls who he can do that to. So he's he, he's already had it made up in his mind that he don't have to pursue you like how you want to be pursued, especially depending on how you start off a relationship with some men. If that's not always the case, but that's what it sounds like over here. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but if you do want him to come around first 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 and foremost i'm gonna say this 
if you do really like him, don't message him. Do not contact him and let him reach out to you. Men mm-hmm. are we don't have to tell them to do something that's in their instincts, right? And so really like him just stick to yourself just focus on your bag your grind do what you gotta do the rest of that shit gonna come i promise you y'all better learn from me in season one contestant right. number one two three same i'm speaking from experience they never now, made the cut also if he if he does decide to come back around and like you know you feel comfortable enough to give him a second shot don't don't give him the cookie girl let him mm-hmm. work let him prove to you why he should have it like because a lot of times us women that's where we fuck up when niggas come back to us with these sorry ass apologies and these sweet nothings then we get in thinking that we're gonna get a different result but not not making them work for shit and now they thinking everything's just gonna be handed to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and baby that's not what's happening over here when you walk in your empress and your high priestess energy men gonna come to you and give you what you deserve but you can't Me- allow people to breadcrumb you yeah. along the way because people will try man they will try they gonna try you niggas gonna only do what you allow Truly. and the more you turn down the ones that's not for you the more you gonna attract the ones that are for you them divine trust and believe that mm-hmm. don't we know it yes it's gonna raise your vibration every time yeah but yes but that is in conclusion for um am i overthinking or what we're gonna give gratitude first and then we're gonna close y'all out with our affirmations Yes. Yeah, so you can go first for what you're grateful for. Oh, I was gonna tell you you can go first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um I'm really grateful for the community that we're building with Black Thinking. We appreciate you guys so much and I love how y'all stay on our ass even when we did take the break. Like y'all made us feel like we have something, you know, to look forward to coming back to and I really appreciate y'all for that. Am I grateful for this transition? Yes. Do I like it? No. I feel you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Because, baby, I'm grateful for it as well. I'm very grateful for this transition. I'm grateful for my ascension and my awakening. But, you know, it's hard. Man. I'm sick of this, Grandpa. That's too damn much. No. <laughs> Keep digging. But yes, y'all, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my my friends that I have around me that love me and protect me. Um, I'm grateful for Mambo. So grateful for her. Um, me too. Let me see. I'm grateful for my children, you know, for keeping me motivated and loving me even when I'm depressed and sad and can only do stuff for them and not even myself. Um... What else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for nature. Being able to get out and be in nature and ground myself. Like, let's see. What else am I grateful for? My ancestors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for my ancestors. They are guiding me on the right path. And I'm going to listen to them every step of the way. Every step. Yes. We love our ancestors. And our spirit guides. Yes, we really do deeply and truly. And they love us back. Real bad, real hard. <laughs> but before we close out with the affirmations, um, I just want to remind you guys to keep on subscribing to our YouTube channel. Um mm-hmm. 
uploading the visuals whenever we do our visuals for our episodes. We, we may do a visual for the next episode. We're still de- uh, deciding on that. And mm-hmm. it will go on our YouTube along with Spotify. So all the people who listen to us through Spotify, you'll be able to see the visuals while you're listening to it. Um, that's not yet available on um, the rest of the streaming platforms yet. But hopefully they catch on soon. But also... Please add us on our social medias as well, um, such as Instagram. We are at Black Girl Overthinking. Um, we're also Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. under the same handle, and we're also on Twitter um, as at Black Girl Overthinking. We don't really be active on there, but that's gonna change. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More y'all change. because. Oh. Y'all know we be we be stressed out with uh, social media. We be really trying and putting in so much effort for y'all. <laughs> like seriously, like every day we've been posting stuff. Every day, trying to be consistent. Even if it's a simple repost, we gonna get something out there for y'all every day. Yes, and thank you guys for sticking with us. Also, you guys, Asia has a lash company that she just launched. Yes, Asia's Kaleidoscope on Instagram. The links are uh, the link for it is in my bio on my personal page, but you guys can find me on Black Girl Overthinking. Y'all could like it's all connected, so like that. And we're gonna link it yeah. in the um description box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll be looking out for y'all. Please support. We love you guys and appreciate everything you guys do. Yes, and you guys, um, send us messages. You guys can keep texting our phone number. As a reminder, our phone number for BGO is 346-298-5228. And that is a direct line to BGO. So y'all can leave us a voicemail with your questions or you can text us. If you don't want to send out your number, you can leave us a voicemail and star 69 call us, okay? Yes. And we will get your message. We'll be back with another episode Wednesday, of course. Um... And we're going to close our eye with the affirmations. Okay, so first affirmation is going to be, I choose to watch what folks do instead of what they say. Actions always speak louder than words. Oh, I remember that. I live by that one. Actions always speak louder than words. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me. Show me, baby. Yes, and y'all, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and Missouri is the show me state, so I already had that mindset as a little kid. Show me. Don't play. Show me. Don't tell me nothing. I don't believe you till I see it. It's giving Arby's. Show me them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Heavily. Our last affirmation for the day says, get motivated and start taking the steps towards your goal. Leave the talking to others. So in other mm. words, again, don't talk about it. Be about it. Get on your Yes. Case. What Beyonce what say? Be about it. Be about that action. Don't play. Beyonce was not playing. She gave y'all a nice motivational speech. Don't talk about it. Mm. Be about it. Be about that action. If you say you want to do something, who for the effort to make it happen? And we definitely do that. That's why we tackling BGI. Yes, we got to be a good example for y'all. But that's mm-hmm. all the episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it, and we love y'all so much. And yes, we love you guys. We gonna see y'all in episode two of season two. Period. Bye. <laughs>